keep your zipper down, they'll keep looking there. Keep your zipper down and your confidence up. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Worst Song Ever podcast. The podcast that is excited that Mike went to a bar. Mike, the question is, did you use the jukebox? And if so, what song did you play? I did use the jukebox. I played many songs. If I was gonna guess, so I'm not I'm not positive which song I played first. Freebird. But I think I played Ball and a Biscuit from White Stripes. Is that one of those songs that I don't know the title to, but I would know I would know the song if I heard yes. it. Okay. It's about eight minutes long, uh, which is definitely a thing I usually do on the jukebox. That's on par for long, you. Yeah. Longer songs. And uh it's on the social network soundtrack. It's also off of one of their albums with the red cover, which I realized was not good. Which is all of them. Might be on, on Get Behind Me Satan. I don't, I don't remember which album it's on. There was a little bit of black involved and maybe a little bit of white as yeah. well involved <laughs> yeah. in the color scheme of yeah, the album two cover. two people on the cover. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I want to look up all of their... If, if Jeremy was here, he would be looking up all of their album covers. All right. So if you've never been a part of this podcast before, my name is Jason alongside our other co-host, Mike. We uh, each week try to create worst song ever from start to finish all about an hour. We also BS a little bit beforehand. Maybe it's some ideas, maybe it inspired. Mike, so you were saying something that your hockey team just lost. And it made me think a lot of people write songs about how we are the champions and we will rock you. Does anybody ever write songs about losing a sporting event? Like, like at least we tried or there's always next year or hey we're gonna get a good draft pick (laughs) at least i got a participation trophy or mom's gonna take me to dairy queen after this is over with mom says if we do our best we all get to get ice cream i'll breathe freeze (laughs) Uh, i i do feel like there's like at least 50 percent of the fans need a song that's good for losing well if you think about it like i mean each each no we're talking about we're talking about you know each sporting of american sporting events got what 30 32 teams roughly yep they're 31 of 32 teams that need a loser song i'm just saying that this is a money-making opportunity i mean right here i think you're right i was just thinking is it actually 50 percent and no because certain teams have more fans than others and blah 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 but I do think there is a market for the like good loser songs, <laughs> like the jock rock of of losing songs. This is along those lines. I was thinking of you know how they have jock jams. Yeah. What if we had an album's jack jams? It's just a whole album of songs that you masturbate to. <laughs> I think that's pretty Y'all, much every song I've ever heard. Uh, Y'all ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess if you think about it, any song you can masturbate to if you try hard enough. What do you think the hardest song to masturbate to is? It's got to be Chopin. I don't know. Enya popped in my head right away with the Orinoco flow, but that actually might not be that bad. Chopin actually might be good for a good cry. Yeah. You know. This is terrible. (laughs) So I think if you're going to have loser songs... Like, imagine just compiling that album. I mean, the kind of the ones that I think about right away are like Everybody Hurts from R.E.M. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Like, I mean, Loser by Beck, but isn't really. Yeah, I mean, Everybody Creep? Hurts really isn't a very good, like, my team lost a song or lost a game. What about Creep? 
I'm a creep. I'm a winner. No, he says I'm from a winner. The Radiohead. No, yeah, from the Radiohead. There's more than one song called Creep, so that's you need to. Oh yeah, the artist by Salt and Peppa. So who wrote Creep? I don't remember. Stone Temple Pilots apparently did it. Yeah, I was gonna say that's who I was thinking of. Was th- yeah, TLC have one as well. Yeah, TLC, not uh, yeah. But Stone Temple Pilots was the other one. That was the one I was thinking. I kind of like the idea of 15 tracks of Love Hurts one after another. <laughs> Nazareth. <laughs> Love Hurts. Yeah, that, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it might have like a Tuesdays Gone from Leonard Skinner. You know, train roll on. <laughs> I was thinking about just like songs that are like, hey, I want to go cry in the corner or super depressing. Like maybe some dashboard confessional would, would fit in there. What if um, we just put out an album that's just crying? Just a person crying in a wet room. It, in the wet room? <laughs> yes. Yeah, like just with a, a lot of reverb? You could, you could just tell it's a damp room. Like maybe you hear splashing in the background of like puddles. You could actually smell the mildew. <laughs> That's the name of the band is Mildew or Mill Don't. I'm not really sure. That was because... really what I was going to say right there. I was like, I only finished this in beer and then I'm going to say Mill Don't and you did first. God, we're terrible. Oh, wow. You can follow us at Worst Strong Pod on Twitter. We also have a MySpace page that Jeremy checks every time he joins our podcast. And that's about all. One of the things about we're talking, speaking of social medias, I texted you about how easy it would be to put out voiceless versions of our songs. And you said it's possible. My question is, should we also have a YouTube channel where we karaoke, we have karaoke versions of our songs so people can pull it up at at like unsanctioned karaoke events? Uh, <laughs> like you're no. a family gathering no. you're, you're in a family wait well i think there's a couple ways to do this like one is we could we could have it with karaoke where we still have like the lyrics like highlight across the screen but that sounds like a lot of work yeah or we just have the instrumental track and people yeah. make up their own lyrics because they might hmm. be better than ours i don't hate it also we have no listeners so i don't know who we're appealing to i suggested my wife's grandfather's turning 90 and he's going to do an outdoor karaoke party <laughs> i barely got the sentence out of my mouth before my wife said no <laughs> so <laughs> i was like wait but it'll make your brother laugh <laughs> is he still listening to the podcast he did give us a suggestion i don't know how you feel about but do you, do you i never really watched the show it's always sunny in philadelphia i've watched maybe like one season of it or so he suggested we should cover a song called Nightman. Oh, Damon. Yeah, I know this one. I can uh, link the song in the chat if you'd like. I know the song. <laughs> I figured that wasn't necessarily up our alley of covering a song. It could be inspired by Nightman. Yeah, I, I actually, I should say, I don't know that I've ever actually heard the song from It's Always Sunny. I have a bunch of friends who are big It's Always Sunny fans. They used to sing it when drinking at a bar. So I've heard their rendition of it. So I don't know if I've ever actually heard the original, which might only make it funny. How does that? How does that strike you? If if of that suggestion, I don't really want to cover something else because I'm not talented enough to play somebody else's song. Oh, you should hear it. It's not played well. He's trying oh, I know. to pretend to be Bob Dylan, I believe, in this clip. Anyway, 
I, I couldn't tell you if he's listening or not. Okay, Shout out, Brandon, if you are. You are having a karaoke party for your grandfather. Yes. Okay. So now we're just negotiating terms. <laughs> and my term was creating a YouTube channel with our terrible songs and then pulling up said songs like they were legitimate songs and singing them in front of family members. Will you sing uh, Dirty Uncle Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking. Which song is the most inappropriate to sing at your grandfather's ninetieth birthday? <laughs> and this week we will be singing a song about my life that's very inappropriate, so that I can sing it at a karaoke for family. Please don't write a song, Mike. Mike, look at me in the eyes. No. Do not. We're not writing that. So that's I, a I joke. Can, I can't that's a joke. This type of thing. Sorry, I'm going through a tunnel. The connection's breaking up. The podcast. Sorry, the podcast is ending. I can't help it. Uh, one of the things I was thinking about how fun it would be to go on tour. I personally, when I say on tour, I mean basically you and me at an open mic night. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we've, you know, we're doing big here on Work Song Pod. I do dream about being on stage. I had a gig one time. I was in a band once. And we had one gig ever. Did I ever tell you about this, Mike? Probably. We had one gig ever. The cops got called on us at three in the afternoon because of noise complaints. And, but the best part, I, I, I have a hard, I have a hard time feeling that the, the reason we got the gig, the person who hired us for the gig was, so I was the singer in said band and the guy who didn't get the role of the singer asked us to play at his party, but they never called him and told him he wasn't in the band. So I, I'm not really convinced that he wasn't just asking them, if he got the gig or not <laughs> he was like hey can i can you play in my house I'm like okay yeah we'll bring the other guy the one other guy who bested you in our tryouts so my dreams have not really been fulfilled and i really want to play how do you think it would look like i've kind of been trying to re-listen to some of our songs i feel like bongos would be good like you and an acoustic guitar some bongos maybe a some cymbals that i just play on my hip i was thinking like some some synthesizers that you can just hold down a button on yeah, that would be the best um, yeah. for a lot of our songs. Like, I don't know if we have enough songs for a 30-minute show. If we played all of our songs because they're about 20 seconds long, we're the, we I might, mean, be, I, I they think, might be giants. I bet, I bet we could do a 30-minute show if you included season two and the off And banter? I don't think you need any banter. I think, okay. I think we have about 30 minutes. Maybe, I bet it's about 35 minutes. Do you think we could, like, okay, if I said Mike... Can we play a show, a 30-minute show, you and me? Would you be on board? We have to play the songs from this podcast. That would be hard. Because you don't remember. We'd have to actually learn them. Well, one, I'd have to learn them. Two, some of them have multiple instrument parts or multiple vocal parts. Like, I guess if you were actually seeing some of the vocal parts. That yeah, you and me. But there's like a lot of keyboards and drums and such that we'd have to either program those parts in or something. I figured the or something is what we were going to yeah. do. okay. That's why bongos seem like a good idea and uh, and a tambourine. That's what I meant to say. Not cymbals, a tambourine on my hip. Oh, okay. I'm Joni Mitchell. But, but do your hips lie? Sometimes. Mm. Mostly about taxes. Cheating hips. <laughs> it's just, I assume Jeremy would stay home because he's the responsible one of this group or he would sit in the back and heckle say, us. Or just heckle, I think is actually more what I think. I think it could be really fun. I think it would be a lot more effort than you are you are willing to put in. You or I. I might have to learn an instrument. You might have to learn an instrument. Yeah, well, I think that, that would be a good idea. I have 
tried, but I didn't really have a purpose for it. So it just, it's, it's a catch 22 for me. Like I want to learn an instrument for a bank, like for a goal. And then if I don't have a goal, then I don't learn it. And then if I have, you know, I can't do that goal because I haven't learned it. So Rock it takes a lot of effort Yeah. to, well, I mean like regular effort to like stay good at guitar. Like I've tried to learn guitar. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really very good at guitar, but yeah. I'm infinitely worse than you. Okay. So we're going to write a song about being a loser, but also making it really inappropriate about your wife. I think is what No, I no, no. no. <laughs> the last part, no. <laughs> Do you change what song you karaoke based on what the audience looks like? Yes. Okay. And not necessarily what they look like, but well, like well, what, what, the what everybody's playing. What they're vibing, what they're yeah. going on. Yeah. And here's the deal. I have a feeling <clears throat> most of my practice is in the car and a commute. I feel like my vo- voice currently is way out of practice because I don't commute. And, <laughs> you know, like, I feel like it's changed as a result. So I don't even know what I can sing. So what you're saying is that coming out of the out of a pandemic, karaoke is going to be worse than ever. Yes. If you want to hear terrible karaoke, now is the time. Sounds legit. One thing that would be interesting to you, I was listening to an interview with uh, Josh Schwartz today, the creator of the OC. Mm-hmm. I, I know I know Josh, we're tight. He was talking about the music and it might only be interesting to you and me, but I actually did want to bring it up. Turns out that's actually this whole podcast. The way they came up with the music, especially in season one was it was what they were listening to a, but B it was the cost. Like it didn't really occur to me that indie bands were cheaper to get music for. And like, he was really talking about how was the sweet spot of where Spotify hadn't been invented yet. And like, bands were way more way more willing to lend their music to a network tv show even if it's like a a teen drama yeah makes me wonder like what sweet spot we're in now but it never really occurred to me about the um production aspect i don't know why yeah i mean scrubs kind of had the same thing where like because they were they were doing a lot of independent music around the same time in their show their songs and their their show i mean they got a little more music budget as they went on but they would do like, hey, we want this song. And they'd be like, yeah, we can't afford this song. Okay, it's such an outdoor song. And they'd keep finding it. The problem with a lot of their stuff is the way they licensed it is now that it's on Hulu and stuff, you can't actually use the songs because they weren't licensed for that type of broadcast. And so they've had to remake some of the episodes with different music, which is way worse. So if, you ever, if you're a big Scrubs fan, and I am, uh, you should watch DVDs and DVD rips versus uh, watching on Hulu. Well, the thing I was thinking about in particular is just like how taking lemons and making lemonade, you know, like taking, taking the, the difficulties of things that are thrown at you and making the best of it is really at the end of the day, like what this podcast is about, like embracing the difficult nature of different things. And so, I don't know. I just really appreciated hearing him say that in particular. Do you have any like inspiration? Like how's your week going? Like, do you have any inspirations? Um, anything that has been going on? that either you want to talk about and or write music about let's see I'm, I'm having a conversation with your wife about karaoke no why are <laughs> damn it no 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 <laughs> i i'm going through a tunnel <laughs> i edit these podcasts i want you to know that if this, if this podcast ends right here it's because of me Okay, we should write a 90th birthday karaoke song for your grandfather. <laughs> my, my, my wife's grandfather. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, okay, so... I mean, the man is a badass. 
Well, and he's 90 years old, right? So we can do like a we didn't start the fire thing where we go through all the things that have happened since he's been alive. <laughs> and maybe we do it in a good way. Maybe we do it really lame. I don't know. And then you karaoke it for him and present it to him as a special song. There's no way it's going to be a song that I want to sing. Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> not with the attitude of any of the songs we've ever made. I don't feel like you believe in us. I don't feel like you believe in us either, accurate or not. Well, maybe. <laughs> but the point is that you're supposed to do the things I tell you when they're bad ideas. Yeah, that's been that's been our MO. That's the foundation for this relationship. <laughs> that's, you're not wrong. In 1931, <laughs> the depression had set in. <laughs> By 1941, we were firing guns. In 1951, we were starting to return to fun. And in 61, we decided to fight Korea. In 71, there was Vietnam. In 81, we had Reagan, goddamn. In 91, we had the elder Bush and a war in Iraq. And in 2001, we had another the Bush. The younger Bush in a war in Iraq. Oh, yeah, war in Iraq. <laughs> 2011, I moved to Portland. <laughs> That's not relevant to Grandpa Paul. And in 2021, <laughs> at least it wasn't a Bush. <laughs> so a lot has happened since 1931 a lot has happened since 1931 people were born people died people got new jobs people learned to fly we walked on the moon we had few wars we invented plastics turns out that was not great for the environment and Velcro and Tang and the microwave and the semiconductor and the internet and now we use it to deliver naked people <laughs> naked people we invented lots of stuff to deliver naked people to a device in your pocket naked people Bones, your fridge <laughs> Tablets. Nineteen thirty-one. You were wearing potato sacks for clothes. In twenty twenty-one, you got naked woman on your phone. Happy birthday! <laughs> you see it all. Wow. I mean. If you want to know how these songs are written, that's exactly how they're written. <laughs> usually there's, there's more, yeah, there's usually more time spent picking out a drum beat. <laughs> so welcome back from the montage. Wait, was, was that the entire <laughs> the, song? The real-time montage. <laughs> yeah, you heard it happen live. There was no, there was no editing. I didn't even get out the music computer. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you impressed me, Michael. Uh, well, I gotta tell—I gotta tell your wife that I, but I wrote him a song. <laughs> Guess we have a YouTube channel now. <laughs> the 
problem is you have to play the ukulele uh, on a separate track so that I can just have it without the vocals. I pro- that I could probably do again pretty easily. That wasn't too hard. <laughs> yeah. My, my favorite part. Was the naked people? Was, yeah, it started as a history song and then it just pivots into naked people. <laughs> That's pretty on brand for me. I can't imagine what that's going to be like if i play that if i sing that god that'd be i have no idea how that if it was my family i would do it no hesitation it's not my family so i have hesitation when when she married you legally speaking yes (laughs) but you know my parents feel responsible for my bad choices that's the difference like well you shouldn't have raised me that way that's what it comes down to uh I just don't tell my parents about the mistakes they made. That's not true. I tell them all the time. <laughs> um, so now that we got that sure, out of the sure. way, I Did guess. you mix it? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the best part is if you try to sing that song again, you're not going to remember any of it except for naked people. I, I really like the part about how we uh, and. In 91, we had Bush in a war in Iraq. In 2001, we had Bush in a war in Iraq. I mean, technically, the the, the Iraq, the second Iraqi war didn't start until 03, but I wasn't going to let the facts get in the way of a good story. <laughs> yeah, so. that's true. I mean, it was because of what happened in 2001 that we started drumming up that war in I mean, Iraq. But yes. Yeah, it was because of what happened in 2001 that we were like, let's tell some more lies. That we can have a war. Yeah. But uh, was that my best work? <laughs> Definitely your best work today. Definitely better than, what was the song I was listening to the other day? I was like, my God, this song is terrible. There's a lot of options. Yeah. So are we doing another song or was that the entirety of the song? Because that. (laughs) It's up to you. I like the idea of writing a song for people who lose sporting events a lot because that's an untapped market. Thoughts? I don't hate it. I don't know if this applies or not, but I was listening to a band um, that I've talked about on here before called Dollar Signs, and they have a song called I Came, I Saw. So the song goes, I came, I saw, I stood outside and just played on my phone. That's pretty good. (laughs) I love the idea of, I mean, it might fit in with a loser um, sporting event. I love the idea of something that is aggressive that gets butchered. But the problem is I can't think of too many other sayings other than I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And it turns out I have a lifetime supply of bubble gum. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's just, I don't know what else would fit into that category. Is maybe a side tangent that could help. Like, we would have won the sporting event if we tried harder. All right. Are we, did we decide on our, what we're doing? Are we going to montage? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Just in case you've never been around, Mike is the musical talent and I do everything I can to take him off of, off of his target. And uh, we usually make a song in about an hour. It is now time for the montage. Have you thought about a montage? Are you going sans drum beat on this one? No. Uh, well, maybe. We'll see how it all works out. Be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. Be. If you can't be aggressive, be partially aggressive. <laughs> Thank you.
Hey, remember when we wrote a song about Delaware? <laughs> I think that's the catchiest song of the season. I was singing it today. Keep your zipper down. <laughs> it is really catchy. <laughs> and your confidence up. Chelsea goes, is that real advice? It's like, no. Of course it's not real advice. Uh, I mean, what if it is, though? I mean, anything's real advice if you follow through. Our best player was drafted. Do you want me to write anything? or? I've got some half lyrics here. I'm going to try them, and then you can help me, tell me in a minute. Have I taken things you've already said? Yes, I have. <laughs> Every time we take the field, we get killed because we're passive. <laughs> that actually worked better than I thought it would. But there's fun in a men's room. <laughs> Is that a Vuvuzela? Yeah. Which is the perfect instrument for this song. It's not win or lose. <laughs> it's how you play the game. That's what losers say. That's what losers say. That's what losers say. I think that sounds really good. I'm going to do a little bit of uh, mixing and panning and effects and stuff, I think, for a minute. But there's fun in a men's room. But there's fun in a men's room. Men's room. Men's room. Men's room. Men's room. Lots of stuff happens over time. Maybe it gets worse. Welcome back from that awesome montage. That was Loser Sports Anthem, also known as what eventually became to be known as Passive Aggressive Anthem of Losing in Sports. Sports? <laughs> yeah, I... Uh... I've written two songs about sports now for this podcast, which I find interesting. What was the other one? The Ooh, I'm at a sporting event song. Yeah, I guess you were at a sporting event. How does that make you feel? Like maybe sports are a bigger part of my life than I give it credit for. Honestly, I, maybe this is a bigger conversation, but like sports are a bigger part of everyone's life. And I, I think it's what draws people together. Like, you know, there was a, Dan Burns song was like you can hug a stranger in a bar because of Michael Jordan like sports are actually amazing in lots of different ways in the way that they bring people together and the way they make you feel and so that's why it's to me such a it's overly important when the Cubs won the World Series it was probably one of the top 20 days of my life without a, too much exaggeration it's definitely a day I'll never forget yeah yeah I mean same I you know and I'm not even the baseball fan I once was, and that was still huge. So it's been a while since you've played an acoustic guitar. I liked it. I like where it went. Like I, I no drums. I guess the first question is why? I didn't feel like it. So I was thinking about like, okay, what's the classic stadium like jock rock song? It's like we will rock you like they go boom, boom, boom. and I was like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna do something stupid and just pound on the guitar, which was kind of like the your, you know, the homage to bongos as you were having uh, earlier or, or, you know, <laughs> and I was like, this is the opposite of a rock drum song. Like it's like the, the drums that we have are banging on the back of an acoustic guitar. And that was what the entire percussive line was. And I thought, well, that's how you start with the anti-rock song or the anti-rock jock song or whatever is like you, you, you start with a drum beat that is like flip flop rocky at best. So, so if Dave Matthews wrote a sports anthem, this is what it would be. No, Dave Matthews is a way better drummer than any sports anthem. Just because he can, does he do that? No, no. if it was just Dave Matthews. Oh, if it was just Dave Matthews. Well, maybe, maybe. 
He's like right. sitting around a fire. Yeah, no, I was thinking more like on the like the Jack Johnson, you know, kind of vibe. But yeah, yeah, sure. Surf rock, surf, surf yeah, rock. In the flip flop yeah. rock, yeah. I liked your harmony a lot. I'm just gonna say that first off. What brought that on? I guess is my question. I don't know if that's a real question. Uh, I mean, one of the things is I was singing in a really good key for me. Um, I just happened to, when I play acoustic guitar, I usually know where I can sing really well. And so that was kind of, uh, not to say that I was on key for most of that because I didn't tune the vocals or anything like that, but I was like, okay, this little line, like I could add some stuff to it to be fun. So I did. Does the harmonizing feel like the Beatles to you? Is <laughs> one thing that went through my brain. Uh, totally. Absolutely. I was basically <laughs> the Beatles right there. That's the closest we've been to the Beatles so far. I mean, some of the settings I used for the mixing were definitely like Beatles settings. So your computer went sideways for a while and it blew out both of our eardrums. Oh my God, it was so bad. It reminded me of a Vuvuzela, which was big in the World Cup and call it, I don't know, 2004 or something like I that. Was, I think it was like 2012 because I, I lived in Portland. So. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Definitely past eight, 2008. Why did you not add a Vuvuzela after I said the word Vuvuzela? That's kind of a valid question. I think it's because it went in one ear and out the other because I was still thinking about how I was going to add more chatter about a men's room. Maybe in the edit, I will add Vuvuzela over the top. How do you feel about that? Not good. So. It's the worst sound. So it only makes sense. Oh, yeah. Those are terrible. I feel like it would actually be better to sample the World Cup. You have to layer them. I, I, I'm playing yeah, some like of these. 67,000 of them. Okay. Right. And like some of them are off pitch and some of them are delayed. Like it would be a lot of work. Or I could just find a, a World Cup sample. Yes. Yeah. Where a guy doesn't scream goal. Or, or he does and just adds to the overall color of the whole thing. <laughs> actually, if the other team scored a goal. Yeah, yeah. Who are we kidding? It's soccer. There's like three goals the entire game at best. So unless it was Germany dominating Brazil. I say we go to the song. I have a couple more questions and wrap this thing up. All right. Let's do it. Enough talk. Let's debut our new worst song ever. We're going for gold, grabbing the silver ring, and coming in dead last place. I present to you the Losers Sports Anthem. Our best player was drafted in the seventh round. We can't win, our hopes only get let down. But we're all big fans and we can't quit. The best we can do is swing it like this. Let's be passive aggressive. Let's be passive aggressive. It's not win or lose, it's how you play the game. That's what losers say. Oh gosh. Oh gosh, I can't watch. So I hang out in the men's room. Our team is bad, they're really not. They're not, no, no, they're killing my mood. But there's fun in a men's room. We make the Washington Generals. Look very skilled Every time we take the field We get killed Because we're passive Aggressive Passive Aggressive And we're back Alright, so Mike, that was our song There's fun in the men's room Is this a gay anthem? (laughs) 
Uh, it may have accidentally turned out that way. <laughs> I mean, what other games are there to be played in the men's room other than glory hole games? I, uh, I mean, I mean, I think there's... you sit on your phone and, and you know, play uh, Candy Crush or something. I don't, I don't know. I... Side note, is a Vuvuzela a glory hole? I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, a sentence, hopefully, that's never been uttered before. And hopefully won't be uttered again. <laughs> Washington, I'm, I'm moving on just uh, for your sake and mine. The Washington Generals, I got to do a little bit. I, I felt like we we're missing Jeremy. So here we go. Fact check. Figures vary exactly how many times the Washington Generals have beaten their rivals. Some reports say six, while official team website reports that three victories over the Globetrotters, uh, one in 1954, 58, and 71. The 1971 victory is the most storied of these and sometimes as reported as the team's sole victory. While the Globetrotters were entertaining the crowd that day, they lost track of the game and the score after they lost by 10 points. Some children in the stands cried. The Reds, as they were known at that time, celebrated by dousing themselves in orange soda instead of champagne was my favorite part. It sounds really sticky. It sounds terrible. It sounds like the way losers will exactly um, celebrate because they're not used to um, ever winning. I just wanted to give you a little bit of that. My question is, if someone asked you to be on the Washington Generals for a day, get dunked on in a basketball arena, get humiliated, nuts in the face, would you do it? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> nuts in the face is that a common thing like like you get slam dunked dunk on. in a teabag yeah i mean you know they jump high enough i mean oh, okay. how high is your yeah you know it's I, I didn't know if it was like i fall down and they like teabag me like Fortnite style or something and i was like dang glowtrotters got aggressive <laughs> i mean full disclosure i haven't uh i haven't been to one of those in a long time i mean with the times you know overwatch and everything like that it could yeah. happen yeah, I, I mean, it could. Uh, yeah, sure, I'd do it. That sounds fun. Actually, it, it, it could be, you know, a badge of honor of sorts. Two players have gone from the Washington Generals. They've been promoted to the Globetrotters, and one got demoted, just in case you're wondering. Wow, relegated to the Washington Generals. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's yep. serious business. He was seven foot seven. He still got uh, demoted. What inspired your lyrics? You said something I said inspired your lyrics. Was it passive aggressive? Yeah. What was it that I said? No, it was that passive aggressive because you heard the you heard the drum beat and you were like be, be aggressive. aggressive and you're like passive <laughs> aggressive and I was like that's that's hilarious. Like that's the chant for a not good team. Like we're passive aggressive. <laughs> so yeah, that's where I got that. How'd you feel about this thing? It was it was okay. I mean, it was fast. It was I think you know kind of middle of the road. I don't think it's that terrible. I don't think it's that wonderful. Should I add a vuvuzela to kind of push Maybe. it one way or another? Maybe. Maybe that'll. Or I mean, over. you can. Do you want to do it right now? No, I don't. Okay. Not anymore. The window should, has passed. Should this song catch on? Are you inspired? I to I think watch that, a team lose. Sports? I think that part of it. I mean, I'm inspired. I'm inspired to go to the men's room. So maybe it is a game. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the game in the middle of the Crap. game this is the real game anthem. <laughs> i'm actually really more excited about writing a gay anthem than a sports losing anthem i like it because it's subtle <laughs> how do you get consoled you know you just kind of curl up in the fetal position in the men's room 
find a stall, lock the door, maybe don't lock the door, you know, keep it open. I don't know. Yeah. You're right for a good time. Call. (laughs) Yeah. And his name was Jonathan. (laughs) Jonathan. Wasn't that in a different song of ours? Yes. (laughs) It's for a good time. Call 8675309 by Jonathan's dad. How did I come up with that? We're writing a rock anthem. You know, it's, it all ties together. I know, but I, I still think Jennifer is one of my, one of the funniest things I've ever come up with. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Do you think this song would have been better with Jeremy providing input and or heckling? I, yeah, I hope yeah, so. Me I mean, part me of it, I, th- I think part it, of it was, I couldn't hear the songs as it was going on. So I couldn't give my normal commentary of how to make things worse. So you only heard from me at the beginning, if I'm being real honest. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out how I used to do that. It's because something is weird with the routing or something. So I'll have to figure that out. All right. All right. Mike, do you have anything else you want to add? I feel like I'm putting on the spot here and I have I probably have some really good things to think about and say. Uh, if you haven't listened to an album in a while of your of an artist that you like, and like in a while, I'm going to say like in 10 years or more, you should do that. Can I tell you that I have... If, one of the things I spent way too many hours this week, uh, let's call it an hour and a half, researching how to DIY make records. Like press wax? Yes. <laughs> Basically, I wanted to um, make the shittiest version of records that have our shitty songs on it. And I'm sure it's going to sound even worse. It was like, oh, this is so holistic. If we ever get a Patreon, Maybe I will actually make some DIY records and they will be worse than if you just bought them straight up. Yeah. So if you're a listener out there who wants a crappy record, I'm sure you don't exist. But if you do, you can tweet us <laughs> at Worst Song Pod. And if we ever make one, we'll make sure you get one. At Worst Song Pod, WorstSongPod.com is our website. Last question. We MySpace page. Who are we following on Twitter? Oh my God, we forgot. A about sports team? Should we find follow, follow the Washington a Generals? Yes, a okay. losing. Yes, Wait, do the Washington uh, Generals have a Twitter? That's I, a, I can't imagine that's they don't. actually a great question. Or or men's bathrooms at I, at the. I'm not <laughs> sure I want to look that up. The Washington Generals do have at, a Twitter at the Generals. All right, we're back and looking for our first win since 1971. <laughs> it says. The pin tweet is we'll have to wait. The champagne will have to wait for another day. But they didn't have champagne in 1971. They had orange soda, according to this Wikipedia page. Anyway, all right. So for myself, Mike, and the Washington Generals and the Baja man, like to thank you for listening. <sighs> and here is our new. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to shout? Listen, this is for you. You want to I... say goodbye to somebody? Kenny Rogers. I don't care who you say. No, I'm, 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 I'm just. I think that the Baja men get eight thousand percent too much love on this podcast. Well, yeah, the Washington Generals only have nine hundred and eighty-two followers. That's shocking. <laughs> That's shocking. <laughs> I mean, well, do they tweet anything good? Well, that looks like they retweet stuff. But anyway, that's who we're following. So, all right. All right. Here is our new worst song. Thank you and good night. It's not win or lose. It's how you play the game. That's what losers say. Oh, gosh. 
Oh gosh, I can't watch. So I hang out in the men's room. Our team is bad. They're really not. They're not. No, no, they're killing my mood. But there's fun in a men's room. We make the Washington Generals look very skilled. Every time we take the field, we get killed because we're passive. Aggressive. Passive. Aggressive.